Welcome to the Growing Moms podcast, where I help you, busy mom, to reduce overwhelm, increase productivity, and grow personally so you can live your fullest life without stress, chaos, and overwhelm. Hi, fellow moms. Today I want to talk to you about boundaries with your kids. Now, I know that usually when we think of the word boundaries, we think of discipline and training and um, routines and schedules and things like that. And so the basics of boundaries is to have a routine and schedule. It is a morning routine and having an evening and a bedtime routine. It's about having rules for screen time and for your house chores and for responsibilities. It includes limits, providing healthy consequences for lines crossed. So I'm hoping that you're on board with all of that. But I want to dive a little deeper and look at some things that we don't always consider. And we don't often implement these and th- and because we don't, it leaves us drained as moms and irritated with our kids and feeling like I just need a break. I just never get away from my kids. And so I want to share with you these few things, these six things that you can do to help yourself have healthy boundaries with your kids. And I think if I look back on it, it's probably more like having boundaries with yourself because it's about how you allow yourself to be treated by your kids. Okay, so let's dive in. Number one, don't let your kids climb all over you. (laughs) My daughter tells me she can remember me saying this. I am not your jungle gym. And so I want to say it to you. You are not your child's jungle gym. Teach a basic proper respect for for others by not allowing your kids to climb all over you, to hurt you, to hit you, to bite you, to pull your hair. That is not teaching. If you allow your kids to do that to you, you're not teaching them basic respect for another human being. And I don't I don't care what everybody else says. And sorry, I might be stepping on toes here, but I don't care what everybody else says about, oh, but a child doesn't understand and they don't have the impulse control and the emotional intelligence and whatever. Well, it's your role as mom to teach your child and train your child what is acceptable and what is not. I don't care if they not, don't have the impulse control yet. When you give a consequence for them treating you in a bad way or for hitting you or biting you or scratching you or doing something that is just not acceptable, when you, when you provide a consequence, that is training and teaching your child to have self-control. Okay, my little rant's over. Number two, don't spend every waking moment with them. So you are not your child's personal entertainer and you don't need to be accessible 100% of the time. And I know that it's a hard adjustment to make because you feel like you've got to keep them occupied. You don't want them to get up to mischief. You don't want them to be doing stuff they shouldn't do. And that is true. And for to a large extent, you are responsible for your kids and you are meant to keep your eye on them. But what I'm saying here is it's okay for them to be playing alone in, an, in the room next to you or in the same room as you, but without you there doing it with them, coloring with them, playing with them, um, on the floor doing. It's okay for you to be doing something and for them to be doing something quietly by themselves so that you can get on with your life. Because this is one of the things as well. When you spend every single waking moment with your child, you're going to begin to feel resentment and trapped and like, I've just got to get a break. I've just got to get away from here. Because there's just never a moment to yourself. All right, number three, train them to respect your quiet time. So you can teach your children to understand that your time with Jesus is important and that they need to respect it. Teach them to play quietly, to listen to scripture songs or a recorded Bible story while you have your quiet time. Give them special quiet toys to play with while you have your devotions. 
And that is for kids who wake up early. And I had one of those who woke up very early every day. And it was just a real challenge to get my quiet time done before this child woke up. But these days, you guys have these these clocks that have a light that comes on that that's, you know, you can set, the, set it so that when the certain color light comes on, your child will know, oh, now it's time for me to get up. Back then, we didn't have things like that. So we just had to make a plan. But there are options for you to teach and train your child to stay in bed or to have their own quiet time or to be quiet and play quietly while you have your quiet time. This is teaching basic respect and teaching your child that you are also a person. All right, number four, train your kids to play alone. I think I've already mentioned this slightly, but so it's a healthy thing for kids to learn to be alone and to entertain themselves. It boosts creativity, it creates calmness, and so I'm a firm believer in giving children time alone to be by themselves. And as my kids got older and they outgrew their nap times, I still implemented that quiet time, half an hour every single day, right into their teen years, half an hour every single day where there was there was alone time. And they didn't have to sleep, but they could play quietly, they could read, they could do something on their own. It's, it's a healthy emotional and mental health practice to to learn to be okay with being on your own and being with your own company. And so, yeah, your kids can learn it too. Number five, don't co-sleep. And I know not everybody agrees with this. And I'm not talking about the occasional night in your bed with you. I'm talking about consistent, persistent sleeping in your bed with you until your child is five, six, seven, eight years old. And maybe even sleeping in your room until they are older than that. Sleeping in a separate bed teaches your child that they are their own person and that they're not a part of you. And your sleep will be better once you get over the guilt and you will feel more your own person and more willing to engage with your kids because you've had some time alone. So this is going to improve your relationship. It also gives you time to be with your husband, which is very important. All right, and then number six is teach your kids not to interrupt when you're speaking. And so it's healthy to help kids learn not to interrupt while you're speaking. And how do you do this? Well, you can role play at home. So let's pretend we're having a conversation. If you want to come and say something to mommy, then come and stand next to me and put your arm, put your hand on my arm and squeeze t lightly. Right, so then you teach them just to stand there and squeeze you on the arm and wait. Teach them also th through this experience to be patient. So you, maybe you just have to finish your sentence or finish what you're saying to you to another person. And then you turn to them and you say, yes, what did you want to tell mommy? Do you need something? And yes, there may be times when your kid desperately needs the bathroom and you miss that cue and you have an accident. Well, mm, yes, these things happen. But what I'm saying is it's, it's okay from a young age to teach your children how not to interrupt you. And that's a social skill that everybody needs. So it's a good lesson to learn. So you need to get over the mom guilt of feeling that you have to be physically and emotionally accessible and available to your child at the every waking moment. And as long as you are spending focused time with them every single day, meeting their basic needs, delighting in them, then it is perfectly healthy for you all to have some alone time. And so if that's something that you struggle with, try implementing these few small things and remember you are a person too. You are entitled to be treated with respect even by your kids and it's up to you mom to teach and train your children to do that because it's not going to come naturally to them. A child's basic nature is focused on itself not because they are evil or wicked but that's just what the way a child is and so it's your responsibility to teach them selflessness but and that starts at home with you mom so good luck with that i hope it goes well let me know how it goes mm -hmm.